One thing about I, I transcend in my high. Been in my spit with a feeling to fly. Fresh fit and tennis, you guy. Man with a cynical type. I'm in my pinnacle, sipping on pinnacle sprite. My bitch got identical flight. Just got a with different spot in the crib, getting painted so faded like I got the feeling to fly. Welcome, my X-Rated Savage, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the X-Rated Experience Podcast. I am your host, the Savage God, along with Savage Chris. Go ahead, say hello. I am extremely high. Happy hello to you. All right. All right, there's nothing wrong with being inebriated on marijuana. This is a 420 friendly show so that's pretty dope uh so yeah how are you loving your experience right now excellent excellent that's <laughs> yeah. what's up what are we what was the choice of the day for you to get high oh everything what, uh, what the fuck is everything <laughs> <laughs> i had a a mix of dutch dragon with green crack oh. which are uh is a hybrid okay some flour and then I had Phoenix OG dabs. Mm, nice. I haven't had any edibles yet. Uh, yet, yet. That's what's up, man. Respect. You know, I'm on the savage level, so that's pretty dope. And this is why we're here. We're here today to talk about what all couples go through. You know what I'm talking about. We've seen Ben Stiller in the movie, we've seen what happens in that funny comedy world of meeting the parents so we're going to talk about meeting your others your significant others parents mm. like what's the most awkward if if there is any i know there's some for me what is to you savage chris what is the most awkward meeting the parents moment you have had uh in your illustrious dating career uh, so I've only met the parents once, um, and we grew up together. So it's a weird thing because the the parents. When I met the parents, I met the guy who was going to adopt him, mm. and then later I met the woman who gave birth to him. But I met her years later. So like, okay. nice. that's how I met the parents. So I mean, oh. I knew I knew him before I. You know, it wasn't an option of like I, he wasn't going home to that. He was in a foster home, so gotcha. it wasn't that I was going home to his parents to impress. Like gotcha. he, didn't, he didn't care about gotcha. what he was. Okay, all right. No yeah, stress I, there. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have any <laughs> instances like that. I don't have any instances of that nature, but I do have like it's 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 a thing with me for some reasons. It's always either the mothers love me and the fathers hate me, which they should. Uh, or the fathers actually like me, and the mothers wish death upon me. Oh, so you can't get an approval of both, or like, what's up with you? No, no, it's not that. It's just you know some people have unhealthy connections to their kids, and when they see someone like me, uh, Christian, <laughs> I'm sorry, that no, I'm not. Oh, uh, once they see some <laughs> a savage gentleman like myself. Then, you know, maybe they feel bad about it. But the whole time... They don't see it as, like, maybe, like, oh, hey, the whole point of being a mother and father is we come together so that way if one of us don't see the threat for our child, the other does. So do you think maybe it's just in the unit of mother-father a threat was seen? 
Like, um, but you got to get the approval of both to be in. No, I don't. If like I don't fucking like the off alarms, no, no. If know? I don't like your fucking parents, I will dump you. That's just how I fucking <laughs> feel. Like I'm not about to waste my fucking time. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's an approval of both. Like you yeah. you like you like both parents. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's I don't know. Men get men do get nervous at this. Like meeting the parents. Like we get nervous for more than one reason like we nervous because we're not only meeting them, especially if the dad's in the girl's life <laughs> like let's be honest so it's like oh shit you really gotta be on your piece mm. of cheese not only in your relationship because that's two parents though yeah so if it was are you less scared of a what if she just had her single father that raised her i've been in a situation like okay. that and he hated me so okay so but did that situation elicit as much fear as two parents no so what i'm saying is is you are going through the process of two parents so all right do you have any girls where there is two moms or two dads no i've never i I wasn't raised in that generation okay so i was just trying to see if there was anybody if it's just the fact that you have to get through two people so maybe a girl who was raised by her grandmother and her mother do you have one that yeah yeah where you had to meet both of them yes was that just as scary as meeting the mother and the father Honestly, none of it was ever scary to me. It was just a headache sometimes. Okay, was it as much of a headache as? Yes. So the fact that there's two people you have to get approval of. Yeah, and why do I need approval? Like, like I get it. Okay, you want nothing but the best for your kinfolk. (laughs) But it, like, I'm not a man that wastes his time. If I am there, then I am there because I want to be. Not because I have to be kid or not <laughs> i'm here because i want to be not because i have to be so yeah like so it's like ugh, like i don't know I, i'm not rebellious like i do still show respect at cordial you know go through the whole you know when they pull you to the side hey let me talk to you over here you know that shit like mm. don't touch nigga you ain't gotta touch me <laughs> pull me to the side like don't do that but it's it's one of those things where it's like okay and then you really want to go and meet the mom because whatever the mother looks like that's what the daughter gonna look like oh, in like 30 years so i seen the whole point of meeting the parents <laughs> no no but it's one thing for me that if both parents do love me then I gotta be sure that I'm not just invested in a relationship because of the parents because that has happened as well you know Mm -hmm. you break up with somebody next you know he at the mall with your father eating cinnamon (laughs) (laughs) like they had a whole day together like what the fuck daddy no what you doing so let me ask this when is the time that you should be having an introduction to the parents I say after like seven months, if you guys like, it depends on the not only the time length, but the way the the relationship is progressing. Mm-hmm. You know, is is it's so I'd say six months if it's going great with each other. I say six months, mm-hmm. but you know, if you still got your little like, hold on, man, you still seeing red flags on him or her or they whatever, if you still seeing red flags, then yeah, like wait a minute hold on not yet don't get invested in so in a startup company that only has three star reviews you know gotcha. so
water. It's got it's, it's awesome when you got cotton mouth. I don't even know the last time I drank water. I'm gonna just yeah. drink this alcohol instead. Okay. All right. Can't control Savage Chris. That's what I tell you, fellas. Can't control her. You can only hope to contain her. <laughs> Y'all can try though. <laughs> I didn't wear enough booty rompers this summer. My I mean, thighs and ass weren't out enough this summer. I don't. I don't know. Well, it's you know. Hey, the summer is still August. Look, you know, you can do it during the day. Kids are in school now, so the mall shouldn't be packed. <laughs> This is true. Hey. More trips to the grocery store, go clubbing. There you go. How do you, like, what, what do you feel, like, you say going clubbing and all that, how do you feel if you're with somebody and, like, you're, you, like, oh, like I said earlier, you are a fucking introvert extrovert, so you're going to fiend to go out. How would you feel if you had someone that was like, dog, why you always gotta go out? Why don't you just chill with me? All up your ass, but mm. very aggro about it. Like, what's your mindset in that situation? Um, I have not had that come up yet. Um, I've had, like, maybe some situations that hinted at it, but I was not paying it any mind. I just, it made me giggle, and I was like, well, that's cute. That's <laughs> I appreciate your tiny little, <laughs> but um, it's not happening. Uh, so I, I'm not worried about it because if it comes up, then that means there's something else going on that there's an insecurity about. Yeah. We're not having communication on something else. Right. You know, if I would never get in a situation with someone that far that I think about going out like that, that I, yeah. we haven't already talked about it. Yeah. So if I'm already gearing up to go out, we've talked about this. I've already stated this is something I need. You've stated you're not coming out with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm still going out. If you want to be aggro about it, there is something that you are concerned that I'm doing while I'm out. Mm. That is a different conversation. So you need to have that conversation with me. And if you're not grown enough to have that conversation with me, then it sounds like you're still going to have that problem. Have a good night. I'm going to go out and drink with my girls because only one of us is having the issue. Yeah, that's true. When you want to talk to me, you can talk to me. And maybe when I get back, you can take me to brunch the next day. (laughs) We can talk about it during my hangover. (laughs) But that's a you problem, not a me problem. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, first of all, if we live together and your ass want to go out, go the fuck out. It's shit I can do. I don't care. Like I said, I don't give a fuck if we have kids. I will watch them, like, go out. Like, eventually, they're going to be sleeping. You're still going to be out with your girls. Hey, have fun. And I can get some me time, man. But, yeah, like, with no kids, like, like I'm chilling. Like, I might be chilling ass naked just doing men are disgusting when women aren't around. Men are disgusting, period. <laughs> we are, but, like, just sitting on the couch after a shower naked, just absorbing the just quietness of it all. Like, that's oh, the no, shit that's I'm doing. okay. Yeah. Why is that nasty? No, I'm, no. <laughs> Because I got my wet ass on the fucking couch. That's Wait, you didn't dry off No, I, Yeah, I dried off to an extent. Not Just wipe between the butt cheeks and, you know, nah, maybe know. even <laughs> lay on your tummy and let the air flow in your booty. Yeah, I might want to. Get some fresh air in there. Yeah, I might got a sex toy I want to try out. There Shit you like go. That. that is all normal. I like to do that after a shower. Sure. I like to, after a shower, turn off. I like to turn off the fan before my shower. <laughs> and then I, because I don't like to be cold after. So after I warm up, I put on the lotion, turn on the fan, because I don't like that sticky feeling of the lotion. Uh, and then I turn on the fan, and I feel it all go 
cool on my skin. Then I like to lay down, mm-hmm. and then I'm pissed because I'm laying in my sheets after I put on lotion. <laughs> but then it feels good, and then I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah, I kind of want to masturbate now. And then I was fucking masturbating, and I'm mad that I masturbated after I showered, which I'm like, yay, I'm clean. So I clean. I had sex with myself clean. But now yeah. I gotta go clean myself again. Like yeah, I just fucking did this shit. Like yeah, that's how. It but anyways, don't feel guilty. But you get on that couch <laughs> and you know you yeah. have one out to the beat of the ceiling fan. And the I don't know. Beat of the ceiling fan. I mean, that's a funny thing. Uh, but anyway, no, yeah, but you know, and that's how it is. Like, and plus, you guys will appreciate. Like, literally, it really absence make the heart grows super fonder. Like on some real shit. So trust me, she gonna come back. She might be drunk, whatever. But hey, you know how it go. You come home drunk, you always tapping her on the shoulder. Well, guess what? Vice versa, nigga. But anyway. For real. You know what? And I don't know why guys complain about us girls going to brunch. Who Think the fuck about complains this. about that? I've had so many guys complain. Like I have, to have, I have guys take me to brunch because they know I'll go to brunch. Mm-hmm. That's the daytime. This and I've literally they, had they to. see the price? But, <laughs> no. I've eaten well, brunch with you. I know how to fuck much it costs. Like, nigga, okay, what? I'm talking about the guys who want to wine and dine me. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I give this argument that you get to sleep in. Mm-hmm. Whatever you did the night before, whatever. Okay, right. even if they were out the night before clubbing, they get in at three. They mm-hmm. get to sleep in. They don't have to get me until 9, 30, 10. Pick me up, take me to brunch, mm-hmm. get me drunk, get me home, have sex with me, and deuces. I don't care what you do for the rest of the day. It has nothing to do with me. Get out of my house. Like, that's fine. Like, goodbye. Right. That That is a great time. That is, that, that is a fucking awesome time. Uh, you know. So, like... This is coming from a grown ass woman, so this is as they as they get older, fellas, and they become more mature, they become more like us. <laughs> or no, they actually know. I have been they, like. That's this. what I was about to say. They've always been us. They just. I caught don't on, get on to they're, the they're, bullshit ahead yeah. of time, and I said, "Fuck you! They're, I am not letting you pull these tricks yeah. on me." I done read the game. Yeah. Like they're, when they're, that movie nah, Think Like a Man came out, I was hey. like, "Y'all didn't know this." Y'all didn't know guys were there, doing this stuff? There's no fucks given as nah. women mature. They're, they're, no fu- their fucks given level goes down a lot. It's just funny, though. I love it. So wait, how do, you, how do guys feel? I need you to be the representative for all men. Okay. How do men feel about the after brunch sex? After brunch sex? I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought that was like afternoon delight because after brunch is afternoon. So. No, so after brunch for women... Okay, even if I go out with brunch with my girls, you may not have gone to brunch, but I right. went out to brunch with my girls. I'm coming back buzzed and or drunk, most likely drunk, because it was bottomless mimosas. So I'm going to be horny as hell and I'm going to want to fuck. So if your girl comes to you and she says that to you, like, you know, and that is her, like, she's going out to brunch with her girls every other month, and you know that when she goes out with her girls, you got to be on demand, ready to put out. Okay, so no no jacking off while she's gone. That's pretty much what Yeah, you're don't doing. do that on those yeah. days. Yeah, okay. you're about to ready to perform twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I <laughs> An get that. An intimate audience and a public one. Like, okay, uh, I get that. Well, uh, Do you guys think about that? Or, like, yeah. how does that, about that? Abating on those days? Or 
Not if, not if it's not a pattern. Like we okay. don't, yeah, we don't know if you coming back. Like you could have left mad or cursing me out for leaving the toilet seat up or some shit. So if you leave it, like if it's not a pattern already, then no, we probably don't know. But if you go on a brunch on like a Sunday or something, nine times out of ten, we either sleep or we about to watch the game. So we didn't have time to masturbate because who the fuck masturbates while they're watching football? Unless to, well, you know, unless you choose to do that. I feel like Dallas Cowboys fans do. Fuck the fuck the Cowboys. Man. Well, no, that's <laughs> everybody's sentiment. Fuck. But you know. <laughs> All right, but well, we want to take a quick break. Then when we come back, more on the X-rated experience podcast, man. We're gonna talk more about health, like shit. When we come back. And just, we are <laughs> back on the X-Rated Experience Podcast. I am your host, the Savage God. Still here with Savage Chris. Crazy ass. <laughs> These goldfish crackers are so good. Oh my fucking God. Goldfish is horrible. Munchies. It's a horrible thing. But no, man. So, the thing about health I wanted. Like, this is for anybody. This is for anybody. Like, men and women. But... Dude, the old this like if you are in your thirties, see I know when we're in our twenties we don't give a fuck we think we're gonna live for fucking ever. So I did not think that, but continue. <laughs> well, I did, so I was like fuck off to doc. Like I didn't care what the fuck happened. Like my family had insurance on me. If I died, then fuck it. Like I didn't care. Like in your twenties. That means you were clumsy as fuck. No, I mean, that's no. called clumsy insurance. No. That one, that's what my mom called in it my, on my brother. <laughs> clumsy insurance. In my in my twenties, mm-hmm. I fucking partied like I was gonna live forever. But now in my thirties, I party like I know tomorrow isn't promised. And you gotta work tomorrow. Work you don't was, go that far. Work was never a factor for me. It's like, still not a factor. If I have to work, if I party on, I, I still have the ability. Now, even though it fucks me up more now, but I still have the ability to party all night and go right into work. Like oh, and you're still able I won't to do be, it. I won't be bright eyed and bushy tailed, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be there and I can still do the job gotcha you feel me so that never i never let clocking in at 805 wishing to leave at 8010 8010 that's not i know wow no no but no the reason i say (laughs) no the reason i say this stuff because about health especially if you're in your 30s because i went to the doctor and you know uh, me i'm i'm stubborn i'm like your typical man especially your black man (laughs) you know how we uh Ladies, we kind of we can be a little stubborn about going to the doctor because I don't like the doctor. You know what I'm saying? Mm. My like my grandfather went to the doctor. They stuck a fucking IV in his arm. You didn't get stickers and lollipops and no, at the doctor. No, and he that was kid? just there to see my aunt. So that's what I don't like doctors. What are you talking? You're leaving out but, part of the story. But, but let me finish. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so. I went to the doctor and he was like, he took my blood pressure. He like, we were talking, you know, he's talking about the Redskins. I'm sorry, the Washington Football Club now, because he's from uh, Virginia, I think. I think he said that. One of those. No, I forgot what he said he was from. But he's a cool doctor. He he was talking about Daryl Green, all that fucking every fucking Art Monk, all the Redskins. But anyway. He was like, whoa, like you have high blood pressure, man. You could be at risk for diabetes. Like, he's like, nah, man, we're gonna have to drop your weight and you're gonna have to fucking eat right. You're gonna have to watch your blood pressure, man. So 
that woke me the fuck up. I haven't stopped exercising since then. <laughs> but, like, so, fellas, I know, like, we get stubborn. Men, period. I know we get stubborn. But, hey, man, take your ass to the doctor. Your body, treat your body like a luxury fucking car. Your dream car, the car you always wanted. You will take that motherfucker in for maintenance, won't you? All right, take your body in for maintenance. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. Check up on your health. Make sure everything's good. Because it, you might feel fine, but nigga, you're not a doctor. So that's always smart. And women get mammograms. That's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So explain that word to me. <laughs> no, explain that procedure to me. So, like. Why you're not a woman? Your woman you are with can be the one to explain that to you. And women listening, you may Google that. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to explain it. Okay, so, but... Boob squeezing. So, I thought they put your boobie under the little, like, a thing. I've never had one. I'm not old enough. Um, But you still get yourself daily breast checks, though, right? No, I don't. Uh, But my OBGYN gives me the breast checks when I go and get my pap smear. Oh. I'm not gonna even pretend like I know how to do. And you get a pap smear once a year, right? Yes. Yes. Not every six what months. Is this a sex ed? No, what? it was a no. A chick I dated, she used to get pap smears every. Six. I said, bitch, that's something wrong. <laughs> Why? Who gets pap smears every six months? That's weird. So I never understood. So that. she was super actively sexually, sexually active, and even know. then, it's not necessary. Yeah, that's still like, not necessary for like two. Like pap smears isn't the funnest no, thing. No, she was I having have. abnormal or something going on. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Uh, yeah, I uh, can't even guesstimate stuff okay. that happens. But yeah, man. So these are the things we need to do for ourselves. Like men in their forties, like you know, what I'm saying people in men in their forties get your fucking prostate check. It's time. I'm so glad I'm not nowhere near there at this point in time. But, you know, I know one day I will have to go to the doctor and listen to that latex glove snap. And I'm like, hey, man, (laughs) take me to dinner first. I don't know what to tell the doctor. But, yeah, man, but just, like, I don't know. And that's not, and not just physical health. Your mental as well. Like, hey, man, you can have the best car, but you got the like I say, I'm gonna go ahead and base our bodies off cars. Our heart is our engine, and our brain is our battery. <laughs> so you cannot function without neither one of them. So make sure your mental is good. Like self love, take care of yourself. Whatever wounds that you have, try like even if you're not ready to face those wounds and to heal them. Like if you're not ready to face that healing, you can still take baby steps. Still take baby steps. No matter how bleak that light at the end of the tunnel is. Like, just don't stop. Don't stop. Trust me, I've just been through a whole little episode. So, trust me, I know. Like, it's it's very important for you. to if, Even if you can't talk to it with someone close to you, you can literally, the best person to tell is a fucking stranger that you will never see again. I.e., you can just get a therapist. Like, either or. But vent it out, get it out, talk it out. The person that you have the uh, that made you upset or made, created that wound, build up something where you can actually face that person and like, hey, this is what you did. Like, whatever you have to do to heal, don't be afraid to heal mentally and make sure you check Take care of yourself physically.
That's all I should say that. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Savage Chris? I mean, I'm definitely not going to knock that serious note. That's you know, all true shit. Yeah, man. I mean, it kind of made me think of, I mean, I don't want to take away from that at mm. all. It's, it's kind of on the same thing, like, you know, for me, like, a, a huge thing that I had to learn how to do, and, like, especially in this year and since I've been, like, kind of coming and, you know, talking with you on the podcast is mm. dealing from, like, healing from, like, sexual trauma. Yeah. Like, you know, that's heavy shit, and ain't nobody want to really deal with that in therapy and come up and talk about that shit. Like, that comes up with, like, a whole mm. lot of, uh, you know, shit I'm not going to, you know, expand upon. Mm. But, uh... One of the things I remember was, like, when I finally had someone do something sexually, and I was like, oh, shit, I like that. But that's what the person who abused me did, too. Mm. And I was Mm. like, okay, well, I don't know how to, I'm not going to talk to anybody about that shit. Like, you know, I'm not going to have that conversation. But it was crazy, you know, like, it actually is on the top three lists of things I enjoy sexually. So you saying it just so happens that the person who took my virginity did something that I think I would have liked, period. Mm. And so when I had someone who I felt safe with who did that, had that not happened the first time, I would have found out right then in that moment that that's what I liked. Right. And then I've tried that out with others and you know, that is, you know, something I like. But it's yeah. like, you know, coming through that, like is it okay that I like that? You know? Yeah, I, I yeah, that's the mind fuck of it. Yeah. That's life. That's the mind fuck of it all. Cause yeah, sometimes you know, sexual trauma can stem to something when we get older. And sometimes like it, it's not uncommon, your feelings. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I've heard numerous women say, you know, they have a sexually abused them or whatever it as they got older it turned them on to a certain kink that they didn't know they had it's disgusting but see and that's the thing like is it turning me on to something i wouldn't have had or was that my was that my secret code anyways and this person read something about me and my body language because it's like you know people say that not people, dear God, you know, there's not stats on my sexual likes and dislikes. <laughs> but in my in my interactions with others, like there there are certain things that I like, but those are the areas of my body that I like as right. well. So right. it's like, did that person prescribe that or was this I was already flaunting the areas I wanted someone to be attracted to? You know how like someone like flaunts their uh, yeah, legs? It's because yeah. they you know, they like yeah. their legs, you know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, what I would do for that, um, I would give anybody this advice. I have given this advice before. Mm-hmm. Meditate on that shit. Oh yeah. Meditate. No, I mean I'm good on mine, but like that's a real thing. Yeah, like uh, have that self love day. Just you, candles, whatever the case, whatever you love to do when you want to get into a certain vibe. Crayons in the butt. Okay, whatever. I'm just but, kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> that sounds horrible as a trauma. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that after I said if my first thing was a trauma. It's not crayons in the butt, y'all. No, I will <laughs> hope not. That's fucking... That was, what type of fucking sadist? All right. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. You know what, though? For the uh, longest time, you know, it was like, I didn't want to be attracted to women like my mother and sister, meaning like shaped like them and everything, because it's like they thick and with fat asses and whatever the case, gross, whatever. Oh, 
but <laughs> but it it but as, as an adult, I'm like, damn, I do like my I do like my girls thick. I do like them. I don't give a fuck if they BBW not like. But it was weird at first getting used to me liking women shaped like my mother's sister. I'm like, ugh, no, what does that mean? But it doesn't mean anything. It just means, like, this is what we grew up. Everybody grows a preference. That's what being a human is about. You have your preference sexually that you like some things done. It's just what the fuck you like. There's no fucking judgment. King shame is stupid. Nobody that look like my daddy. My daddy is not my body type. I would fucking hope not. That's cool. <laughs> I'm just saying because you said like your 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 mama and your sister. I'm not into my some, daddy and my brother. Some so. girls do like have that whole father thing. It's weird. That's why I, I really don't. I, I've come to the conclusion of my life that I don't want women calling me daddy. No oh, like, oh no. Yeah, I got daughters, so I don't. Calling you daddy. All right, here we go. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> but no, man. But no. Mentally, it's good to go ahead and know yourself. That's why I say have your like days for yourself. Just mm-hmm. love yourself. Buy yourself some popcorn or something. You know, fucking have a peaceful masturbation day without like the outside world fucking you up. I'm talking about have one of those meditations and masturbations where like there is no porn. It's just you and your thoughts. It's kind of like getting in one of those little space tubes. The thing you're supposed to lay in and then you hallucinate. Oh, yeah. You can actually reach those limits with mushrooms, but you can do it naturally, too. It's just got to, you got to feel yourself. And after it's done, after that clarity comes, you come out of that room like fucking with mystic wind coming around you. Because you got a new shine, you know? It's dope. Like a car wash. Exactly. You find out so much stuff about yourself when you just learn yourself. That's why, hey, all the people that single out there, man, hey, enjoy the single life and get to know yourself because you never know when that one or situation or relationship going to come around that corner and change everything. And then you were stuck in a relationship and you're like, damn, I wasn't finished discovering who I am and who I was. But, hey, that's when the bullshit starts. So if you single, do that now. If you're in a relationship, you can still do that. But have the talk with your other, of like, hey, let them know, like, this ain't nothing personal, this ain't nothing against you, but we need our space sometimes. That's just the way life goes. If you're loyal enough, he ain't got to worry about nothing, you know? It's crazy. But on that note, my X-rated savage, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time we have for today. So I want you guys to... Remember everything I said in this episode, because I meant it. It's coming from the bottom of my heart. And be fair. Beware. Be safe. Stay healthy. Stay savage. All right. Savage Chris says goodbye. <laughs> oh.